Well, I said, didn't I, at the, um, uh, uh, not at the start, but earlier, that uh, this is uh, Nathan and uh, Gypsy's last Sunday with us. Nathan's going to come and help us think about that commandment in just a moment. But before he does, we thought it would be great for Gypsy uh, to come and read for us. Gypsy's going to read um, our reading uh, from uh, Exodus now. And she's bringing Isla Rose too. Fantastic. <laughs> Um, so the reading. Thank you. There you go. <laughs> Let's get that out of the way. <laughs> um, the reading is from Exodus chapter twenty-one, verse two. Um, and God spoke all these words: "I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery." And verse fifteen: "You shall not steal." Great. Thank you, Gypsy. And so. Uh, Rather sadly, but for, for the last time, I'm going to introduce Nathan, and he's going to uh, come and share with us uh, from that commandment. Thanks, Nathan. Very good. Oh, yep, good. I'm on. Okay, so this morning, we're thinking about that. Uh, to start us off, though, um, I've got a little quiz for you guys, some questions about bank robberies. Okay, now I've done some research. Okay, now... How much money do you guys think was stolen in the third biggest bank robbery of all time? Third biggest? Any, any, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. How much do you think? James, yeah? 50 million. Good guess, good guess. It was in fact a little bit more than that. Yeah? 500 million? Oh, uh, not quite 500 million, not quite 500 million. It was in fact 97 million, that's a little bit small. 97 million was stolen in 1987. Now, with inflation and my potentially dubious maths, that works out as about 200 million pounds today, okay, in the third biggest bank robbery of all time. A man called Valerio Vice walked into a bank. Uh, and asked to open a security deposit box. He then overpowered the security guard and cracked open as many security boxes as he could and just walked out with $97 million um, worth of loot. Okay, that's the third biggest, the second biggest bank robbery of all time. Okay, is that up the ante a little bit? Yeah, James, again, what do you think? $200 million, very good guess, is a little bit more than $200 million. Oliver? Take a stab. What was that? To a bit closer. It was, in fact, $282 million was stolen in the second biggest bank robbery of all time, which, by my maths, it works out as about £320 million. The money was stolen from a bank in Iraq, and no one really seems to know who did it, or how they did it, or even why there was that much American money in the bank. Um, so it's a bit of an enigma, but that was the second biggest bank robbery of all time. <laughs> okay, the, the biggest though, the biggest bank robbery of all time. How much do you think was stolen in the biggest? Okay, James, again? A billion. Oh gosh, that's actually very close. Oliver? 990, closer, closer. Yeah, yeah, Luke. No, not quite, not quite. It's around a billion, yeah. 995. Oh, no, it's not quite. Well, it was, you guys are all very close. It was, in fact, a little over 
900, oh, hang on, I haven't put that up, 920 million US dollars in 2003. With inflation and so on, that works out as roughly 1.1 billion pounds um, in this theft. Um, it happened, again, weirdly enough, in Iraq as well. The dictator Saddam Hussein, one day before the Iraqi war began, sent his son with a written note to the bank asking for $920 million, and they gave it to him. <laughs> Loaded it up into vans and drove away with it. Can you believe that? <laughs> Now, whilst this is very exciting, uh, and I'm sure we wouldn't complain if we were given that sort of money, uh, we are here to learn what God thinks about this in the Eighth Commandment, which hopefully should be pretty clear. Um, as per usual, I have some pointers for us to work from as we think through this commandment. Firstly, the first question is, what does it mean to steal? Probably a helpful one to clarify. Secondly, why shouldn't we steal? And then lastly, what are we called to do instead? So, firstly, what does it mean to steal? Well, essentially, you can boil the Eighth Commandment down to this. If it belongs to someone else, don't take it. If it belongs to someone else, don't take it. And this can be applied in lots of interesting ways, for example, such as kidnapping, for example, as that is taking a person that doesn't belong to you, or theft, more obviously, by taking a thing that does not belong to you, but also fraud and scams, any form of unjust gain, cheating, taking something by force, as that is taking something that does not belong to you. In practical reality, this could look like stealing from a bank or taking a biscuit from the biscuit jar without asking, using the printer at work without paying for it, tricking a sibling or an elderly relative into giving you some money, not being honest about your tax returns, taking things home from school or just putting your own gain over others. Whatever it might be, these all count as breaking the Eighth Commandment. But that leads me to my second question. Why not? Why shouldn't we do it? Well, I, uh, to help us think about this, I've got my friend, uh, Orthodox Dave, who is going to come and help us think about this just very briefly. Now, unfortunately, uh, we would have... Um, a heretical Jeff, but his clothes are uh, on a ship to New Zealand. <laughs> so, um, Dave. Hi, guys. So, yeah, I got this. I got this. Teddy, the other day. So, I mean, I just, just, I just can't sleep without it. I'm always there. So, it's always with me. It's like, I can't sleep without it. I only got it a week ago. Like, it's crazy. But, like, you know, yeah, it's just amazing. This is the best thing that has ever happened to me in my life like i don't know what i'd do without it like it's just yeah it's just amazing i just I, yeah you guys i'm just gonna i'm just gonna go to the toilet real quick you know just, 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 yeah Oh yeah, that's it. There we go. 
Where's it gone? It was right here. It was right. It was right. Where did it go? That, uh, tell you what, that was some absolutely incredible acting. Um, But how could that happen? Dave has been stolen from. I wonder how that made you feel as you saw that. I hope you can see stealing is something that, that we all can understand as something that is deeply wrong. And as it turns out, God sees everything we do, and he also cares about it deeply too. You see, funnily enough, there are actually quite a few rules and laws about this in the Old uh, Testaments. And I've thought of a game to help us illustrate this, to show us how much God actually cares about this. And it's a game called... Um, how much would you have to pay back? Okay, now I'm going to need a volunteer from each side of the congregation in this quiz. All right, Oliver, do you want to come to the front? Okay, anyone from this side like to come up to represent? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, 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 do come on, come on up, come on up, yeah, okay. So, I've got three questions. Do you want to stand on each side? Okay, I've got three questions for you guys. They're going to be very simple, okay? It's going to be a, a question about how much you need to pay back in a certain instance, okay? And you can need to give me an answer, okay? Now, it's an Old Testament law, okay? So it's all about cows, okay? So it's a little <laughs> bit different, but it will make sense, okay? And when, when I ask you the question, you feel free to either decide yourselves or talk, talk with your side of the congregation, see what they think, okay? So the first question is, and Paramount, the wording is very important, how many cows would you have to pay back if you borrowed a cow and accidentally lost it, okay? If you borrowed a cow and accidentally lost it. You guys want to talk with your side? You, okay, Oliver's already got an answer. Okay, what do you think, Oliver? One. One, okay, you think you've got to pay it back. What do you think? Three. Three, okay, interesting. Very good, so shall we find out what it is? You have to pay back the value of the cow. Very good, okay? It wasn't three, but you have to pay it back. So if you, if you borrow one and you lose it, you've got to pay it back. Okay, the next one, okay. How many cows do you pay back if you stole a cow? <laughs> you stole it this time, but it was found alive. Okay, what do you reckon? Pardon? I don't know. You don't know? Okay, fair enough. Oliver, what do you reckon? Okay. If, well, it's naughty to steal, but if you stole it and then someone found it alive, then yeah, it's good well, reasoning. Actually, how do they even know that's even the right cow? Wow, that's true. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, should we go? So, so you so so. Okay, so do you want to give a, a guess? Are you going to say none? No. Because if it's alive, then it's okay. None. Okay. Do you guys want to help out? What do you guys reckon from this side? Give the cow back. But more. But more. Two or three. What do you? More. You give. So you just say give back the cow itself. And and another. 
Okay, sure. So, so to give back the cow that was lost and another cow. Okay, that's what Thomas is saying. Okay, turns out you have to give back twice the value of the cow if it was stolen. Um, yep. So one to make amends, um, to make them feel better about it. Um, well, the one to make amends, to make it even, and the second one to make them feel better, to make up the emotional damage. Okay, now the final question, okay? <laughs> How many cows would you have to pay if you stole a cow and killed it. <laughs> Maybe you fancy some burgers. Okay? How many... How many... Are, are we, would you first... Okay. How many reckon, do you reckon for this one? What do you think? Eight. Eight. Okay. Eight. That's a good... That's a high number. That's a lot to pay back. Yeah, what yeah, do you reckon? Yeah, good answer. It's gone up in order. It's got yeah. one, one cow, two cows. Yeah. You're going to say three. One, two, three. Yeah. Okay, okay. Turns out, according to the Old Testament law, you have to pay back five times the value of the cow if you steal it um, and if you kill it. All right, well done, boys. Very well done. Go grab a seat. Go grab a seat. Very well done. That's a good, uh, good and, and slightly obscure uh, quiz, but um, <laughs> you did it well. But can you see how God's, God's heart is in this, how he really cares about um, God, personal property? If someone takes something that doesn't belong to them and misuses it, they could end up having to pay back five times its value in order to make restitution to heal the damage done. But this brings us to a bit of an awkward point because, you see, as sinful human beings... We have taken what is God's, his rightful property, our bodies, our minds, the world around us and each other. We have taken that, made it our own, stolen it and used it as we see fit. We each in our own way have taken what belongs to God and misused it. And we owe him a gigantic debt to pay back all the damages we have caused. Imagine what that thief would have to pay back to Orthodox Dave in order to make amends, to make Dave feel better about losing his toy. But the thing is, we haven't stolen God's teddy bear. We've done much, much worse. So the verdict is that we should pay God back, right? Five times what we have stolen from him. We all agree that the thief should have to make amends to Dave, so we should surely to God. But the thing is, is that we could never do that. Our debt is too great. We could never pay God back for all of the damages we have caused. How beautifully wonderful is it then that God himself didn't decide to condemn us to eternally pay off a debt we could never clear, but instead chose to pay it at great cost to himself. He stepped down into this world took on the form of a lowly human, became a servant, and lived a life of service and suffering. And ultimately, he died for us, in our place, to clear our debts. <clears throat> uh, to give us something we could never steal or take or even earn, the forgiveness of our sins. This is the beauty of the gospel, our debt has been cleared for us. If stealing is taking something that is not ours, then being becoming a Christian is being given something that we could never hope to earn 
or take. Brothers and sisters, we are richer than money or earthly possessions could ever make us because of what Christ has done for us. We now have forgiveness of sins, an eternal hope beyond the grave, a place in God's new creation. We are co-heirs with Christ. Our greatest needs are met. Our riches are in heaven. In what way could stealing ever make us any richer? In Christ, we have everything. So what are we to do instead? My final point. Well, let us strive to live lives of love and giving generously that reflects this wonderful truth. Let us be known as those who give freely, not taking. Because in Christ, we are richer than all of the bank robbers in the world. Amen.